0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of an artistic career. This is professional certified coach, Evan Dunn Baritone, and you are listening to episode 61. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say, "Toy, toy, toy." Find out what is holding you back, so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca lupo. Hey guys, as many of you know, I am a huge fan of gymnastics specifically women's gymnastics. Some of my earliest life memories are watching the Olympics as a child, and I was especially a fan of The Magnificent Seven and Shannon Miller. (laughs) Well, my love of gymnastics has just continued into adulthood, and my children also like watching gymnastics videos with me, which is really fun. And then we go out on the lawn, and we have this little gymnastics mat, And I spot them on some tumbling, and it's just the best. So tonight, we're actually going to, um, all of us as a family, go and see the Simone Biles tour. We're super stoked. We have realized that we need some vacation time. I mean, we spend together as a family at home. That's really awesome. But sometimes it is helpful to get out of your normal schedule and do something new. Anyway, so we're looking forward to a weekend away. We're going to see some friends, some really dear friends, and enjoy some time. And I'm sure we're going to have some tantrums. (laughs) And we will probably get lost at some point as we're trying to get into town. And heaven forbid, we have some car troubles, but all of those things are options as well as we go on a trip, and we were just ready for it all. (laughs) So today, I want to talk about a scene that I saw in La La Land, and it's one of my all-time favorite movies, but it really hits close to home, you know? Like two artists fall in love, and they try to make it all work together Yeah, so it's basically Hana and I and our life together. (laughs) Only, um, you know, we are really trying to embrace and understand all of our emotions um, so that we can have a healthy existence together. Whereas the characters in La La Land, you know, didn't necessarily have that so <laughs> anyway there are actually several scenes where the characters in the film they're all together at social settings and they're you know trying to schmooze each other and I guess climb this success ladder this social ladder and I've often heard advice from opera singers about how you want to be a good castmate. mate um, make sure that you always go out with the cast make some good friends, don't be a jerk at rehearsal. And you probably heard so many things like that. Or also, um, I remember hearing someone say that anyone can get hired once, but you get hired back by your friends. And I think that there's probably a lot of truth to this. And I've been thinking about this a lot because some people are just kind of naturally able to be outgoing and work the crowd. And it's, totally comfortable for them, or at least it appears that it is. And other people try to do that and it can come off as really fake. And other people just really struggle to get out of their shells in the first place. And of course, there are people who are extroverted and introverted. And then there's also, you know, social anxieties, so many things that play into this. But I just don't believe that that's the whole picture. So there are two examples of this that I've been thinking about recently. Their family members, my aunt Rebecca and also my cousin Olivia, and they are known for always just reaching out with unconditional, almost like overflowing love to everyone that they see. I've witnessed it my entire life. It's like they're gushing love to everyone that they see, hugs, smiles, I'm so glad to see you, we just love you so much and that's how they talk to everyone and for me, at least in the past, I kind of was afraid to reach out to people like that, like even if I really do feel a lot of love for the person, sometimes I'd be afraid of going overboard or being weird about it or I'm worried they'll reject me or whatever. But Becca and Olivia aren't afraid. It's amazing to watch. So this last weekend, I was at a family function with them. And I was sitting down and visiting with them. And finally, I just asked, how the heck do you guys do that? (laughs) How do you do it all the time to everyone that you see? And we had an interesting conversation. Um, We talked about how... Some people have even asked them if they're fake with all their love, and, um, which I thought that was interesting. So it's almost like they know that not everyone believes them or that not everyone wants them to act this way, but they still want to do it anyway. That's pretty amazing. And um, yeah, so ultimately they don't really care if people think that they're fake. My Aunt Becca said, that she realizes more and more as she goes through life that everyone is going through something hard. Every single person, you know, it's that 50-50. Everyone's life has hard things, and that we really are all in this together, not all in the same circumstances, of course, in that we're all born with such different things and in different places. But if you think about it, we're all just kind of thrown together in this world, And we're all trying to figure it out. Like, what is my life? What does it mean? What does it mean that we're all here? (laughs) And remembering that seems to really help um, these um, really awesome ladies. One thing became especially clear, though, as we were talking, and that is that Becca and Olivia's ability to love others and create beautiful relationships has come from years and years of practice. And sure, they might have had some personality traits that helped them. Like maybe it's a a part of their DNA, but they talked about making conscious decisions to love others and focus on building people up. And Olivia even mentioned several times that sometimes it's really hard work. Sometimes it doesn't feel very natural and she has to work at it. And I was just amazed because part of me thought that, sure, they must have just been born that way. And and maybe it's my personality that keeps me from being like that. But I realized that they have some beliefs that they have practiced, like these thoughts in their head about how everyone's going through this and i can lift other people up and these thoughts have led them to really love other people and have led them to this action of creating strong relationships and i've realized that the more i do my own thought work and i'm that i'm trying to understand my own emotions that i myself feel more confident reaching out to other people i think that I empathize with people more and I'm not afraid of their emotions so much. You see, it's really a cool thing to spend enough time with your own self. You know, and Eckhart Tolle talks about how your thoughts are not yourself. Like when we say, I just can't bear to live with myself anymore. At least that's what Eckhart Tolle said. And then he realized, wait a second, if I can't bear to live with myself, there must be another self. And which one of the selves is me? (laughs) But really, it's true that these thoughts that we have, that's not us. Okay. And the more we can kind of sit with that self and understand that those thoughts that create those feelings, you know, they're just, it's like this ego entity. And all of a sudden, those feelings become so much less scary, okay? Then as I look around at other people, I notice them and wonder what stories they are telling themselves and the ways that they are suffering. I literally walk around the grocery store and see people and I feel connected to them instead of afraid of them. I feel connected because I know that they are all having a hard time, at least sometimes, And that they are people just like me. They deal with emotions that don't make sense. And they're confused by their emotions and the things happening around them, just like I am. And they probably make themselves suffer by believing things that don't really serve them. All of the things that we talk about on this podcast all the time, we all do it. And if I can learn to empathize with myself then for me i realize that it helps me to empathize so much with other people then when i see them my heart goes out to them i want to know how they are and how i can love on them and how i can help them to feel my support and of course i can't make anyone feel anything but if i can just send out as many messages as possible You know, hopefully people can believe them about themselves. So I also asked my aunt and cousin if they felt like they were able to extend the same amount of love to themselves as they do to others. And perhaps unsurprisingly, they both kind of emphatically told me that they don't. They, you know, they struggle with their self-love and their self-care. And this is probably the case for a lot of people who are really skilled at sharing this goodness and light around them, they probably struggle just as much inside as anyone else. Um, But loving yourself is a skill that anyone can gain. Just like I believe anyone can gain the skill to love other people. So maybe they, you know, their personality allows them to feel love for other people if they don't love themselves. Whereas I think for most of us, we probably learn to love ourselves and that helps us to love other people. So that might be where personality comes into it. But either way, no matter what your personality type is, you can learn to love yourself and you can learn to love other people. It just might be slightly easier for some people. So bringing this back to the topic of building relationships with other singers or directors or whoever anyone in your career, right? Uh, At least historically, when I have had experiences where I get around other people and I notice that some people are trying to impress or make connections, I, again, historically, I just tend to completely shut down, which is funny because I'm actually quite extroverted. Um, So I think that Anyone can struggle with this, whether you're introverted or extroverted. I think that a lot of people might guess um, that I were more introverted than I really am if they just knew me in, like, an operatic setting. Um, Because sometimes I get kind of shy. But I would say that because of some of my intentional practices, I feel more able to connect with people. I feel like I... Can connect with them, not because I need to social climb so much, but I just feel more able to empathize and love them based on the work that I've been doing with myself. So here are a couple of things for you to try. Next time you're on a walk or you're in the grocery store and you're just kind of seeing other people, take some time to really be present and, um, Like really look around you. Look at each person. And you might notice some thoughts about them that are judgmental for whatever reason. And it sounds so shallow, but admit to yourself that sometimes you have thoughts like, oh, I wouldn't wear that in public or, oh my gosh, they look so whatever. And it doesn't matter what it is, but just notice those thoughts. And then instead, try to envision what their life is like. Try to actually envision someone who loves them. Like, try to picture their mom and um, how they might feel. And I also try to remind myself as I look around at everyone that no matter how we're dressed, no matter how we look, our bodies are all beautiful. They're all really, really perfect. And I believe that. I believe that everyone is perfectly made. No one is made with a mistake in them okay and they're all supposed to look exactly how they are and as you practice this just notice how you start to feel about people when you practice and then try to do this on a regular basis you know it might be once a week you try to spend some present time focusing on this and it will become more and more natural for you. Now, the other thing to practice is, of course, learning to love yourself and have your own back. <laughs> I've given a lot of recommendations for this in, in the past, but I always recommend starting with some simple journaling. Some people call it like a brain download, morning pages, whatever it is, and where you just Write down every single thought in your brain onto a piece of paper. You're not editing. You're not correcting. It doesn't matter how silly or whiny or mean the thoughts are. Just get them out. And you don't even need to go back and read them. Just get them out and start noticing some patterns of beliefs that you have. And those beliefs are things that you're believing, and they're creating your results. Okay? It doesn't mean you're good or bad. Everyone has these thoughts, okay? We're just, sometimes we're good at hiding them when we're around other people. But just acknowledging that you have them by writing them down a day at a time. You know, if you just spend 10 minutes every morning and just get all of the thoughts out, you'll start to notice some some thought patterns. And then you can start to disprove those thought patterns and create healthier Thought patterns. And I love ending my journaling by writing a few affirmations, even really neutral affirmations, which we've talked about, kind of those bridge thoughts. You don't have to necessarily start with, I'm awesome. You know, starting with, I am a person. I have a body. I'm here in my body, you know, and then leading into something else. Like, I do love my body over time. You can build to those thoughts, okay? So if you can start loving yourself and others, you really will have richer and more beautiful, long-lasting relationships. Your relationships at work will be more sincere and you will feel more confident because you created that confidence in yourself. Okay, I would love to help you with these activities and so many others and whatever needs that you have. It's such an amazing process. Maybe you are already great at loving others or maybe you're great at loving yourself or most likely you struggle at both. (laughs) And that's fine. Come sign up for a totally free sample session using the link in the show notes and let's get started today you are worth it your voice is worth it your relationships are worth it i hope you have an amazing weekend and include some self-care whatever that looks like for you and stop waiting in the wings my friends go out and take the stage in bocalupo thank you for listening to another episode of take the stage opera podcast We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material.